0: Hey friends, welcome to the Johnson City Living Podcast where we learn about the people, places, events, and flavors that make Johnson City a lovely place to live. I'm your host Colin Johnson with the Colin and Carly Group and Keller Williams Realty. It is a beautiful wet day here in Johnson City, and I am super excited for you guys to meet my new guest today. I've never met this young lady, and I am super excited to hear all about what she's got going on, and I know you guys are as well. So, Marin Close with a Lazy Lady Baking Company, but people call you...
1: Lazy Lady Bakes.
0: Lady Lazy Lady Bakes, which I, when I first heard that name, I was like, this has got to be some <laughs> kind of like trick or um, what's it called when it's like bittersweet chocolate? What is that? A um, Oh, I can't remember the word for it. It'll come to me in a minute. But it's one of those things where this is not a true statement. There's nothing yeah. lazy <laughs> about a baker. I yeah, mean,
1: I get that all the time, actually. Yeah. So. But it's just kind of a, an ironic, funny name. Yeah. That Stick in people's How did it? it,
0: So, how did you come up with lazy lady baker? Were you hoping to be the lazy baker and just never worked out like that?
1: I don't actually want to work. No. Um, Who does? It's, uh, I just kind of like my general lifestyle outside of work is real lazy. I just like to post up and eat snacks and hang out and be pretty lazy outside of work. Yeah. um, So, I just thought it was pretty funny. Kind of catchy name that I was like, ah, maybe people will remember this because they always comment on it. So, yeah,
0: that is it. Yeah. I mean, well, that stick for sure. Yeah. Um, so you've listened to the podcast, you know what's coming. Favorite thing about Johnson City?
1: Um, I think it's the food and the people. Um, I grew up here, so nice. yeah. Okay. Um, I moved away for about twelve years, but coming back, it's so different and i've made so many new friends and all the people here just they're so great so friendly um and then the food scene has really been blowing up here too yes so yeah i'm a big fan
0: we've got a lot of um, great places to eat and more coming up i think yeah um something i'm excited about is bakeries like we we used to not have any. I mean, yeah. like if you wanted something, I, like, I don't even know, I guess you'd go to like the Kroger or probably the Kroger and maybe have, that'd be about it. Yeah. And it's evolved a little bit and we've got crumb now. And, yeah. Um, we had Peggy Ann's, which was delicious, but a little different than probably what you're doing. And yeah. so, yeah, tell us about um, life for Marin. So you said you were, you grew up here and then you left for 12 years. Yeah. So were you born in Johnson City or are yeah, you a native? Yeah, born and raised. Nice. I'm a native. Okay. And yeah.
1: Um, my parents are both northerners. Uh, they moved down here. My dad uh, is now retired, but he's a professor at ETSU. Okay. Which so, department
0: was he in? Uh, what did he's he teach?
1: in the physics department. Oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then my mom worked on campus too at the Now and Then magazine. Um, oh, cool. Yeah. Both so, my
0: parents worked on campus too. Yeah. So. So, dad was a professor. Mom did some other stuff. Yeah. So,
1: Yeah. Um, so, yeah born and raised here. Um,
0: where'd you go to high school?
1: I went to science Hill. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So yeah, that it was a great school, mm-hmm. but, um, yeah,
0: <laughs> but you felt like you needed to spread your wings after high school.
1: Yeah. I just went to just over the mountains to Asheville. Okay. Um, I went to, uh, technically graduated with a photography degree. But um, Science Hill used to have, like, a culinary program, Mm -hmm. so I took a culinary class there, and I was just like, this is kind of what I want to do, but kind of had to go to real school first. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And then I stayed in Asheville and did a culinary program at AB Tech. Oh, Um, cool. So... And then I moved to San Francisco and just worked Well, yeah,
0: that makes, that's like a logical next move.
1: (laughs) Totally. Yeah. (laughs) Just across the country.
0: Yeah. Um, How did you, what took you to San Francisco? Like, I always love hearing about the connections that people made and how you felt.
1: Um, I had a friend that was living there and I felt like it would be easier to transition to a city with a person that I knew at least. So, um, and then I had just always heard about the food scene out there and I just thought that it would be a nice transition to kind of be working in top restaurants and bakeries. Um, it's where I learned a lot of kind of skills and then also love for like food and uh, like farmer's markets, stuff like that. And just growing like using the best produce and seasonality and stuff like that. So they really teach you how to love food out there. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm trying to, Bring that we love little, food
0: here. We just, yeah, we don't have like a maybe a discerning palate. Maybe it seems like there's just you know, you kind of get in a rhythm, and yeah, and so it's neat to have different things showing up that kind yeah. of get us out of our rhythm a little bit. Yeah,
1: I think there's a lot of great things happening and coming here that are just like, oh, this is really nice, like it's feeling a little bit more diverse. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's really great. So
0: What about like, so I'm asking this on my own because we don't cook as much as I'd like to cook. And so um, do you cook a lot at home too or are you kind of like done when you get home?
1: Yeah, I do cook a lot. Um, I love eating out, but I do cook a lot. Uh, I'm not, I feel like I'm not as great of a cook as I am a baker, Okay, I cook a lot of just simple things like tacos, make a lot
0: of tacos. Oh, I like tacos.
1: Chili and stuff like that. That's good.
0: Yeah. 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 We had spaghetti last night. Carly made spaghetti. It was delicious. Spaghetti. Yeah. Me too. It's so good and so easy. And I'm like, why don't we do this more often? Yeah. Um, but I guess some, maybe what, um, yeah, cause I don't, we, I think locally, um, some people maybe are getting a rhythm like we have, and it's just so much easier to pick something up, grab something on the way to yeah. wherever you're going. And, um, talk a little bit about like your culinary history. Like have you, I mean, you said you'd like to cook at home, but you'd like to bake more. So where did that kind of evolve? Did your mom cook a lot at home? And yeah. maybe some tips for our listeners on how, like you said, farmer's markets, go into the farmer's market and get some yeah. produce and make Totally. Stuff.
1: Um, yeah, I actually come from a long line of really great cooks. Um, so my mom was definitely like we had six meals a night or six, not a night. Oh, that would be so much. That'd be a lot of meals. <laughs> six meals but a some, week some of at those home. Courses, you have six courses. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> six meals a week at home usually. So, and then we would, I feel like Friday night dinner out was always kind of the the big thing that we would do. Okay. Um, yep. So yeah, she was a great Everybody
0: cook. in Johnson City goes out on Friday night. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's the thing to do. It
0: is the thing to do. For um, sure.
1: And then... We just celebrate holidays with food pretty much. So um, we always kind of do big gatherings for holidays like Christmas. Um, My family has recently started doing a new like tradition every year for Christmas that we do like Christmas from around the world. So we always pick a new cuisine to do. So we've done like Ethiopian food. We've done uh, Vietnamese like pho. Um, We did uh, dim sum one year. So we yeah, it's just a long line of, and my sister and my cousin are really great cooks on their own too. So I feel like it's just kind of a very big family thing. That's fun. Um, yeah, yeah, so, um, so kind of, yeah, culinary school and baking is kind of just my addition to that long line of good cooking. So yeah, my contribution.
0: So going to the farmer's market, maybe some tips for our listeners on how you can cook a little bit better at home using local produce. Cause we have tons of great yeah,
1: we great do. stuff
0: down the farmer's market, right?
1: Um, yeah, we do have a ton of great local farmers. Um,
0: Cause it seems very health. It seems in my mind more healthy than buying something, driving, you know, driving through somewhere. It's going to be a little less yeah. processed. It's like, yeah. It's you seem very closer healthy. to home yeah. too. <laughs> so I'm like going, you yeah. teach me how to be healthy.
1: Um, I mean just picking stuff that's in season. I feel like sometimes we get stuff that's a little out of season at Mm. the farmer's market. So just kind of being aware of stuff that's actually in season. Like if you're getting tomatoes right now, it's not not growing those. Yeah, we're not growing those in this area right now. So just being a little bit wary of like stuff that seems out of season, but pretty much the stuff that's coming into the farmer's market is always going to be closer to home than. Just going to the grocery store, so um, there's, there's a there's something about
0: eating in season two, right? Yeah, yeah. It's it good just for you.
1: it's gonna taste better too. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh,
1: it's gonna be the freshest that it is mm-hmm. available. Um, but yeah, we have some really great vendors at the farmers market. i vended at the market at the Johnson City market for a couple of years, um, so I got to know a lot of people there. Um, made a lot of really great friends, so I still kind of try and use produce from a lot of those people too. Um And then I feel like Boone Street Market in Jonesboro is also a really great resource for like that place, local yeah. food. So try to support them too. Good.
0: Yeah. yeah I think it's always good to support local. So, okay. So we've talked about farmer's markets, but you came on to talk about baking. Yeah. So <laughs> what took you? um So you'd like, you went to San Francisco mm-hmm. and you're baking and learning all that. And then you're like, you know what? Yeah. I'm gonna go home. Yeah, was it one of these just like, like Forrest Gump moments where you just like got up, started walking, and yeah, showed up here?
1: I had to stop running and start running. Back. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Um,
0: I, I'm tired. Yeah,
1: <laughs> but uh, so the story behind that is my mom bought a building downtown. Uh, it's been, I guess, seven years. Um, she opened it on kind of like the seven year anniversary after buying it. Oh, cool. So, um, it was a long journey to get to where we are but
0: so mom's involved yeah okay. so
1: she runs a gallery and artist studios uh-huh. and then in the back like quarter of the building i have a Cafe and a full kitchen. So, nice. Yeah.
0: Tell us um, location wise, downtown, where, where are you guys at?
1: We are across from Atlantic Ale House mm-hmm. Library, like King Commons Park, yep. um, in between Trek Bicycles and Voodoo Chicken. Oh, so, yeah.
0: Yeah. I know right where you're at. Yeah. yeah. So, so
1: good little good spot. pocket. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And you got a great view across the, yeah. the King Commons area. Yeah. There. I think it's amazing that the city took. Just literally a swamp <laughs> <Turned it> into, <laughs> and turned it into what they did. So Yeah,
1: I remember that U-Haul building. There.
0: Good job. Yes, the U-Haul building. Oh, my gosh. And that sign, we were, went around with it, and I was like, they got to get rid of that <laughs> sign. And then somebody said, no, we're going to keep it. And I was like, really? And then... They turned it into an icon. So yeah, good for them. Yeah, and glad they didn't listen to me. Yeah,
1: I know there. that's my like big marker. I'm like the Johnson City sign. Yeah, you don't just know find any, the, the Johnson City sign. Look
0: around. Yeah, just follow your nose from there. Mm-hmm. Okay, so right behind Trek. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and it's just a great spot. So and near the library, so you have yeah. lots of lots of activity over there. Yeah,
1: that so, kids park is really great
0: too. Okay, so let's talk about what kind of stuff you bake, what kind of things you make what's your favorite? So we'll just start at the top. So it's um, mainly patisseries.
1: Yeah. It's a good mix of a little bit of everything. Okay. I always like to say, um, we, yeah, we were talking about croissants when you came in. So that's kind of like, I have been describing it recently as my personal Mount Everest. Uh, the croissant. Yeah. It's the thing that I really like to work on. Mm. Um, and I really just like to tweak and try and do something different with every Mm -hmm. time so that's kind of my my favorite thing to make right now but we do a lot of croissants we do breakfast pastries um for wholesale we do a lot of like cinnamon rolls and pop tarts and stuff like that and then at the shop we can do a little bit more um fancy stuff like Mm -hmm. cakes and pies and the croissants and stuff
0: so mouse watering yeah people you're like and her eyes lit up when she's talking about croissants yeah. it's just, she's excited <laughs> about it
1: so. my big thing recently
0: yeah so, so you, you just got into the croissant world
1: yeah um talk to I've, us
0: about how what, <laughs> i mean we, i know your your top secret recipes are not going to be shared on the podcast but you can come down and pay her probably thousands or hundreds <laughs> of thousands of dollars she might share them with you but she can at least tell us how it happens because like isn't i mean like there are certain things too that you have to factor in like water even right yeah I mean, like the type um, of water you use is
1: yeah because you got to get that, hydration
0: see, stuff right let's talk stuff about like dough that. hydration i think they're you know that's a new google tag yeah. word but. <laughs> Probably hasn't been on the podcast before. No <laughs> if hydration. If let's you're talk making
1: a lot of bread. Yeah, let's go. Hydration is pretty important because um, you have lower hydration breads and higher hydration breads. And like if you're making sourdough from scratch, usually those are going to be higher hydration. So they're a little bit more difficult to deal with um, shaping wise and stuff like that. But gotcha. croissants, I feel like are kind of just in the middle of that. They're not too wet. They're not too dry, but. The big thing about croissants is, is the butter and the quality of the butter. Um, you really want to be using, like, a higher-fat butter, mm-hmm. which sounds scary to some people, but it's just what makes it taste really good. Well, so. yeah.
0: and uh, Yeah, and just delicious. And, yeah. Um, but we need fat. You yeah. You know, I think. Like our bodies need it. A lot yeah. of people are like, no fat, you know. Yeah. Your body runs on them. you need stuff like
1: yeah. that. Yeah. And it's just a treat. You're not eating them every day kind of thing. Hopefully. Well, I You're do not sometimes. To eat them every but
0: day <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I would eat a croissant every yeah. day if I could. We went to New York and um every day I went and got a latte downstairs and there's this oh uh, pret manger, I think is the oh, name yeah, of the I place. Like a little coffee shop. And yeah. there are bunches of them. But I get a chocolate croissant yeah. and a coffee and just oh my world was just perfect and so yeah we're headed back in the fall so i'm excited that's perfect mm, Ooh, yeah. yeah
1: yeah new york is a lot of fun
0: what's your do you make chocolate croissants
1: yeah um so the fun thing about only being open on the weekends right now and expanding hours a little bit is that i kind of get to change the menu all the time um It's fun for me. I hope that people enjoy it (laughs) because I know that some people come in, and they're like, oh, you don't have this thing this week. And I'm like, no, but there's other great things. Um, so I do make chocolate croissants every now and then. Um, but I really like to focus on seasonality stuff. So just Mm -hmm. knowing what's in season, just kind of being like, Ooh, I know that this is going to be
0: really good. Mm-hmm. So, so strawberry season's coming up.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've been doing a lot with strawberries. Um, I just bought some rhubarb that I'm oh, really yeah. excited about. Nice. So yeah, I'm going to do some rhubarb stuff this weekend. Um, yeah, I just, it's just fun for me to be creative. I think it comes a little bit from like the art background stuff where I can just do a lot of like creative stuff and i feel like now my canvas is pastry so yeah i can do a lot of fun stuff with that
0: that's cool yeah what's your favorite pastry to make
1: um i really i think right now in the family of croissants it's like the danish Mm -hmm. because i can do a lot with flavors Mm -hmm. in that Mm -hmm. um but any kind of like sweet and savory stuff i don't know it's all my favorite so it's just hard for me to choose i get i, I get it. asked that question a lot i love actually. it you're like
0: <laughs> i mean yeah she's just lighting up yeah. talking about it's pastries like, so it's great
1: i'm like i don't know i can't choose
0: yeah they're all so good yeah and that's hard to choose for sure um so let's say today if you're, you're not open today but let's say you work and yeah. you just go in what would like our listeners um what would they see like on is it a case and what all what all you have like let's go top to bottom
1: yeah so usually i set it up the same way so you walk in and you see the display case so it's usually like um we have these things called breakfast brioche that are basically like a bacon egg and cheese and oh. a little bread cup
0: mm-hmm. um,
1: so those are always there those are good. it's those and then our savory croissants and then our sweet croissants and then we have um Usually donuts, um, brioche donuts, um, those change pretty regularly too.
0: Talk about a brioche donut versus, before, uh, sorry to cut you off, but just as brioche versus regular just raised.
1: Um, So brioche is like, another one of those really fatty like enriched doughs so it's got butter eggs and milk in it so it makes it really light and fluffy Um, and then I fry those every morning uh, and then I fill them with different stuff usually some kind of flavored pastry cream Um, and then we top them with different things too that correspond with the flavor Mm -hmm. so they're just super light and fluffy and Let's just Delicious. go get one right now. Let's cancel <laughs> yeah. the
0: podcast. I know you, you well, may have one go. for let's wholesale. Like, I just, yeah, I'm going to have to follow you back. You'll be like, hey, stalker guy, leave me alone. Um, yeah. So, okay. So, we got to brioche donuts. Keep going. Yeah. Sorry, and I interrupted. That just sounded do, exciting. No, know you're good.
1: Uh, and then we usually do some kind of like, uh, we do a lot of alternative baking too. So, vegan and gluten free options. Oh, cool. um, so, we have usually like a vegan bun, a uh, cinnamon roll type type thing. Uh, and then we do galettes, which are basically free form hand pies. Um, those are really fun. And then we have like our scone set up. So we do a sweet and savory scone. Oh, um, nice. And then on top of the case, we have bagels and biscuits. Uh, there's a lot going on and, That's uh, awesome. we have two signature cookies that we have every week. So we do a sea salt chocolate chip and then a brown butter toffee oatmeal, which has been a fan favorite. So. Yeah.
0: They both sound uh, fantastic. Yeah.
1: And then we do our gluten-free stuff up there. So that always rotates. Usually there's muffins and coffee cake and stuff that is uh, gluten-free. So, yeah.
0: mom used to make coffee cake growing up. It was so good. Um, can you get coffee there as well?
1: Yeah. We have uh, full-service coffee, so drip coffee, and then we have espresso and teas, too. So, so I can come we get do. my latte
0: Yeah, Good to go.
1: We make pretty good lattes, pretty good coffee. So. Awesome. Yeah.
0: Did you have to learn about coffee, or did you? Already yeah,
1: I did. Um, I. It's
0: like a whole nother deal. Yeah, like you're running two businesses. It feels. Yeah, like.
1: it feels pretty crazy sometimes. Um, coffee is a whole, a whole world unto itself where you can geek out on too. And yes. there's whole levels of it. And I'm just kind of like, I'm already geeking out in the back. Like I don't know if I can geek out in the front of this too. <laughs> Um, so I actually worked at Dos Gatos coffee bar for Ah, a little bit. I think we're drinking that this morning. And that kind of, uh, taught me a little bit about coffee. Um, so it kind of transferred into working with the coffee that I have now, but yeah. So we do a little bit of everything. So, and I'm really proud of the coffee that we have and really proud of the stuff that we're making. So.
0: Awesome. Okay. So, days you're open currently.
1: Yeah. Right now, it's Saturday and Sunday, and we've expanded to Mondays, too. Okay. Hopefully, we'll be open on Tuesdays here pretty soon, also. So.
0: But you're trying to limit, like, a little bit, right? You don't want to yeah. be open every day.
1: Yeah. Um, I feel like being limited makes it a little bit more special. Mm-hmm. So That's what I was going to say. Yeah. It kind
0: of drives that, like, desire. Like, oh, I can't have it today. Kind of like Chick-fil-A.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I know, right? So. They you it. always want it on a Sunday. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> that's how I feel.
0: Yeah. Um, that's true.
1: Yeah. And then Johnson City always does that music series in the park at King mm-hmm. Commons. They've moved it over to King Commons, oh, that's at least. Cool. So yeah. I'm hoping that we can at least set a booth out, up outside on Friday nights. So, yeah.
0: and then Blue Plum's coming up yeah. too, So that'll be
1: packed. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. You're going to clean house there. Yeah. Okay. So, um, What's your, let's go, let's jump off a little bit, but what what's your favorite place to eat downtown since you're around downtown um, all the time?
1: It's, it changes all the time. Um, I really like Red Meza. Oh yeah. The place is really good. Um, Spring Street Sandwich Shop is always nice for a quick sandwich. Mm-hmm. I love going to Southern Craft. Okay. Um,
0: their brunch is great. So. And for yeah. brunch in a while, we need to do that. Yeah. Their wings are fantastic.
1: Yeah. Voodoo um, Chicken's always nice too for something quick, especially because they're right next door.
0: <laughs> so I haven't been to Voodoo Chicken. Yeah. They're is, good. Is it good? Yeah. Cool. Okay. So you're open Saturday through Monday. And then uh, tell us your hours too. That'd be um, good for people. Yeah.
1: Saturdays 9 to 3, Sundays 10 to 3. Um, Monday is rotating, but 9 to 3 usually. Okay. So.
0: And then you said you work every day you're, yeah. and you said you wholesale. Yeah. Tell us like, so you're making lots of stuff.
1: Yeah. And we. Tell do, us about the
0: wholesale side of business.
1: We are in, uh, I think five places right now. So you can find us kind of all over the city and then we go as far as Bluff City and Bristol too. Oh, yeah. So That's yeah. cool. Um, South Fork Coffee and Bluff City. Uh, I haven't heard of South yeah, Fork. They're really great. Um, they're... I think, technically a non-profit. Oh, cool. Um, So they do Mm -hmm. donation-based coffee, but they have suggested prices, and then you can kind of pay more or less depending on what you make. So That's cool. Yeah, so they're really great. Um, uh, And then we're at Dos Gatos Coffee, Blue's Brews, um, Philosopher's House, the tea house that just Mm -hmm. opened up. And yeah, so you can find stuff all over the place when you can't. Come to the shop. That's so, cool. I didn't yeah. know that.
0: So, did you start the wholesale first, or did you start the?
1: Yeah, um, I've been working with Dos Gatos for a really long time. I actually know Dick Nelson since I was a little kid. So I keep,
0: I keep saying, "Dick, come on the podcast." Yeah. he's like, "I don't know if oh, I'm good." to I'm like, yeah, dude, "Dude, yeah, you're he's
1: a great guy." Yeah. So, yeah. So when you, you sing, keep so,
0: sing him, <laughs> say Colin said, "Come yeah. on," because we'd love to have him on. Yeah, he is such a long time downtown too. Yeah. He knows everything too. about downtown. So mm-hmm. it'd be a wealth of knowledge. Yeah. He's a
1: great guy. So I've known him since I was a little kid. Yeah. Um, my parents are big into the art scene, so we always used to do First Fridays downtown. And that was the, the gallery to be at. So, yeah. Um, That's
0: cool. So What's yeah. the name of your mom's gallery?
1: Uh, it's Fishman Gallery. That's her last name. Okay. And then the kind of, like, I guess collective is Atelier 133. Atelier
0: 133. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. Okay. Um, I had a question and it just disappeared. Oh, so besides mom, who who would you say would be like one of your big influences in your life that help you get to where you are today?
1: Um, That's a good question. I feel like there are so many people. Yeah, and you can name uh, like two
0: or three if you'd like. I mean, just kind of go down the list.
1: I mean, I have a long-term friend who... I rely on a lot here. We've known each other since we were seven. So I'm glad that she's still in Johnson city. Uh, her name's Miranda. She's my best pal. Aww. Um, she's like my foodie inspiration too. We always go out and get snacks together. Is she, so.
0: she bake and cook um, as well. She, a she cooks a
1: lot. Um, she works at Wellington's actually. So hmm. she's a cocktail queen. Oh, so, cool. Yeah. Go see her, Yeah, get a cocktail from her. Um, yeah, but she's, influential in a lot of ways where she is just making up cocktails too so i kind of take inspiration from that where it just feels very creative flavors
0: and that kind of thing yeah
1: so um and then i mean just my family i feel like i've always looked up to my my sister's older than i am so i've always looked up to her she's always been big inspiration for me
0: that's awesome um
1: yeah she's doing good things here too she works for the arc and d so she's uh runs a like farming program too. So she teaches people how to grow their own food. That's cool. So, yeah.
0: I just had some people who were looking at a house, they were asking about, um, well, we had a listing and the people came and looked at the soil. They wanted yeah. to know how much soil do we have on the property. Because like, they were like, we're going to garden. Yeah, So they kind of probably knew what they were doing.
1: Yeah. Sounds like it. Yeah. <laughs> I do not have that. I'm not a green thumb person. Carly
0: and I, we <laughs> made some raised beds at our old house. And um, let's just say it. Went okay. It didn't go great, <laughs> and I think part of the problem is I just don't have a lot of time to tend to the yeah. garden. I mean, it's one of those you got to be out there every day. Yeah. An and I just, you know, we're hoping we just stick our little pepper plants in there and our little cabbage and spinach and all that, and it just, just you turn back around that yeah. week and you've got just produce, just boatloads of it, and harvest yeah. and just go eat your own. read it, read it, it doesn't work like no, that.
1: No, that would be great. It
0: no. would be great. If it doesn't work like that. So, um, okay, so. Running a bakery. Let's talk about what's hard about that. Um what's the most a
1: good? lot. <laughs> I'll okay, be honest, here we go. Like I love it.
0: Good. I love it. Yeah, let's get um, into the difficult stuff.
1: It's long hours. Um
0: like what does a day look like for you? Uh
1: during the week it's actually not that bad. I usually get there by seven or eight, so that's kind of like ooh, that's real chill. But um <laughs> <laughs> on the weekends, I'm usually there by two, two thirty. In the morning? Yeah. So Holy I go to bed man. at like seven and yeah. I'm like driving to work and there are all the people out there who are still out partying and I'm like, <laughs> this is a bummer, <laughs> but um, I'm going to work. There you go. Um, so yeah, just start really early in the morning, get all the things. We prep throughout the week, so it kind of makes it easy to come in and just start getting stuff in a proofer and getting those croissants proofed so they can go into the oven. Um And then just, it's a lot of proofing. It's a lot of waiting. Waiting. Yeah. Um, And then frying donuts and stuff like that in the morning too. Um, But a typical day during the week is just, we prep, I think, Mondays and Thursdays for wholesale, and then we do a big bake Tuesdays and Fridays for them. So it's a lot of just prepping all of our doughs and our fillings and making jams and stuff like that. So... We try to make as much as we can from scratch, so that's really important
0: to me. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. So the hours is what I'm hearing.
1: Yeah, it's a lot of long hours. Um, And then I'm not very business minded, which is funny because I opened a business. But uh, so a lot of the kind of like admin stuff and like paperwork is not my favorite part. And do you have staff struggle? Yeah, um, we we actually do. For me, for a long time, it was just me um but when we opened the shop we started hiring people so we have a couple really great baristas up front um that you'll see on the weekends and then we have two bakers right now including uh myself so I guess three all together and then yeah
0: is it hard to let go a little bit like like teaching yeah. and then going, Okay, I'm gonna let you make croissants and then you're like, They're yeah, pretty good. It is you know? I
1: do have some uh I guess I have some control issues with I think <laughs> we all do, for so, sure. Yeah. Um, relinquishing control, but the people that I have now I trust fully, they're there doing the bake right now for me. So um yeah, Great. I think that they're
0: Yeah, leverage. So yeah. you can't be there all the time and yeah. You can only do so much as that's, one person. So that's at a some big point you're gonna have to higher. And it's, um, it's really cool how the, yeah. I think the Lord works in that and blesses you so that you can take care of these people and then they're taking care of people. And I mean, it's just kind of the, you know, circular yeah business model. It's just great.
1: Yeah. I that think was, we
0: do great downtown in, yeah in Johnson city is helping out each other out, you know? Yeah. So.
1: That was a big part of why I wanted to open up downtown too, is just the community. Like I just wanted to be a community spot. Yeah. And I think food is like, food's one of my love languages. I like feeding people. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like creating food that nourishes people. So I think that like just feeding a community feels really special too. So, yeah. But yeah, relinquishing control and then just realizing that I, I can't do everything. That's kind of the biggest lessons that I've learned mm-hmm. in business owning. Mm-hmm. So yeah.
0: Yeah. And then like thinking, finding what you do really well and then, you know, like outsourcing yeah. the rest of it. Um, and- Yeah, totally. Yeah, just kind of say, okay, I'm not good at accounting, but time and pay down here can run, you know, and they're downtown. They can run uh, your payroll and and handle that kind of stuff and get a great accountant that does all that stuff that you don't have to do it. Yeah. I am I don't want to worry about that. But I'm not great with the the bookkeeping. Carly handles all that. So that's really good for us. So, yeah, having a good partner or teammate is good, too. Yeah.
1: That's a big lesson that I've learned, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can only do so much, and yeah. that's okay.
0: But, yeah, I'm excited about coming to the to the bakery. So. Um, what's something that I haven't asked you about the bakery that you'd like to share? Anything?
1: Um, I feel like we've covered a lot. I guess the last part was definitely, like, the community part. I mm-hmm. think we're a great community gathering space. Um, and the gallery that my mom runs is also – we rotate through shows every month. And she really likes supporting local artists also. So I feel like it's a very nice collaborative space Mm -hmm. um, to be in. And we have music every now and then. And we are kind of like a little bit of an event space too. So you can rent out either side of the building to kind of create an event for yourself. So um, yeah, we just, we love being here and we love supporting this community. And we're glad that people are, happy to have us
0: here too so yeah well and I'm, I'm glad somewhere somebody said hey come on back to johnson city yeah. because we needed another great bakery yeah yeah um uh, what's something that inspires you or gets you fired up
1: um listening to podcasts and oh. just kind of like especially local stuff like this podcast is really great just seeing a bunch of local community members on here just feels really like oh there's other people out here doing what i'm doing
0: yeah you don't feel alone yeah and then coming on here i hope you feel known and i hope the listeners like feel like who you are and want to come visit and meet you face to face which you should (laughs) Listeners go meet her she seems yeah just like a super sweet person
1: i feel like i'm all a Back of house person, I like to call myself the back of house person, so I don't get out to the front very often. So I think that a lot of people don't actually know who I am, Ah, so it's nice to kind of work on that. Yeah, I know. I need to. So if you go there,
0: just say, Hey, I'm not buying a croissant without (laughs) meeting Marin, like, yeah, get her to come out of it.
1: Make me talk to you
0: because
1: I'm very shy and introverted, but I like sharing my craft with people. Yeah,
0: well, I wouldn't have picked up that you're introverted, so. Well that's nice <laughs> yeah. and, and I think um yeah finding what you do well and then living in that space and then just really continuing to hone it is just awesome so are you yeah. continuing to take classes and learn how,
1: yeah or, um, I mean it,
0: it seems like the bakery world could you could just go on forever
1: yeah I I mean Instagram and Pinterest have been huge inspirations to me just kind of being like oh look at that like let's see if I can do something like that. Cause it's not like they're giving out their recipes or anything on the, on the internet. So it's just kind of like, Oh, that's interesting. Like what if I tried to do something like that? Mm -hmm. So, um, I take a lot of inspiration from other people, but I try to give it kind of like my Instagram profile says Appalachian inspired. So I I try to kind of use a lot of more Appalachian, um, type, ingredients and things that are local to this area so i really try to kind of like do like french fancy pastries but with a southern down home kind of flair that's cool yeah
0: can you make an eclair
1: yeah i can i need to start offering those at the shop because i haven't done them before but yeah i love making so good
0: cream puffs and eclairs oh man yeah oh okay (laughs) okay Um, all right, so how can our listeners connect with you, Miss Mayor? besides coming to the shop?
1: Yeah, we're on Instagram and Facebook. Um, you said
0: Appalachian Inspired, yep.
1: Okay. Uh, under Lazy Lady Bakes, that's pretty much the way that you can find us. We have a website too if you want to order cakes or pastries through there.
0: We didn't even talk about uh, cakes, talk yeah. about cakes, so you can order a cake.
1: Yeah, we do birthday cakes, any kind of celebration cake. If you're getting married, we do wedding cakes, wedding cakes. <laughs> so, um, yeah, we do, yeah, a little bit of everything. <laughs>
0: What's your favorite flavor cake?
1: Um, I, do you remember the Royal Wedding, the lemon elderflower cake? That one, I think that one's a big one for that me. I love really that flavor delicious. combination. I love so, lemon
0: cake. Yeah. And then elderflower in there, that'd be yeah.
1: cool. So that one's a big one.
0: Just got to be careful <laughs> with the, yeah. And then like experimenting on different amounts of flavor to throw in there and yeah over, you don't want to overpower one with the other yeah it sounds delicious Yeah, know what kind of frosting is on there
1: um i use like a it's a swiss meringue buttercream so it's a meringue based
0: but very light yeah
1: mm-hmm. yeah i don't like overly sweet products so uh-huh. i'll try to do a little bit more of like flavor nuance so gotcha the swiss meringue is can be easily flavored and then it's light and fluffy and it's not too sweet so yeah, yeah. It's a good combination.
0: I love watching baking shows. Yeah. And what's your favorite baking show?
1: Um, I love the Great British Baking Show. That (laughs) Great
0: British Baking Show. Yes, that is fun. Yeah. Yeah. That one's. They do a lot of pastries. They're
1: also nice on that show too.
0: So. Well, this was just uh, you missed just a touch here, and the whole thing looks like it's just yeah something I made.
1: Um, I really love, uh, on the opposite side of that, Nailed It with Nicole Byer. Oh, those are hilarious. Yeah, those yes. ones are really funny because it's just good. like, these are really complicated things and you're asking them to do them in an hour and, and they sometimes think, take days
0: to make. And I think they just grab somebody off the street and said, <laughs> yeah. hey, you want to be on a TV show? <laughs> yeah, are like, sure. I feel have like you ever that. baked anything? No, no, I don't even have another. <laughs> but we'll hop on the show. I mean, they're like, "So,
1: yeah. That shows those are hilarious funny for
0: me because it's just like
1: no no don't do that, don't do that <laughs> please no
0: why would you do that yeah and then they're just trying to cover it up yeah <laughs> hilarious oh man well i've had a great time yeah getting to know you this morning thank you so much for coming on the podcast yeah, thank, thank you for what you're doing downtown for baking and making johnson city just even more awesome um Thank you guys for listening to our podcast today. We're super excited that you got to meet Marin. And um, yeah, definitely go downtown to the King Commons area. Look for the big, super big Johnson City sign. And she's right below it on the right kind of near the track bicycle store. And don't go on Wednesday. She won't be there, but or she'll be there working, but she won't open the door for you. <laughs> and it's Tuesday. And I'm really like going to have to wait now till Saturday to come see you. So um, yeah, go Saturday through Monday and come see her yep. at the Lazy Lady Bakery Company. Um, till next time, I'm Colin Johnson with the Colin and Carly Group and Keller Williams Realty. If you want to move to Johnson City and meet Marin and live in the same city she's baking in and eat a croissant three days a week, call me. I'd love to help you move here or sell your home here and help you downsize or move laterally or even upsize, whatever you want to do. Or if you want to invest in real estate, we love to help people build wealth through real estate too. So, Or just call me and say hi. Um, anyway, I hope you have a great day. Till next time, talk to you soon. Bye.